Heidi. And I'm Stefan. And welcome back to the Ice Cream Parlor. Yes. This is the podcast where we watch horror movies and just talk about them. <laughs> yep. Sometimes yeah. we just talk bullshit, but usually we try to pepper in some of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'd like to ask you guys, first and foremost, to rate and subscribe, and uh, uh, every little bit helps. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, what's up? I don't know. Just uh, hanging in there, you know, trying to maintain during this whole lockdown quarantine. Um, there was a little bit of an earthquake last night, so that was a little bit of a yeah, fun shock. Yeah, it was a little bit of an earthquake. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. It was a little bit of a big deal for me because it felt like more of an earthquake than I've felt before since I've been here. That's just because um, you're a transplant. Yeah. Hey, I get it. I get but it. But I'd freak out during a hurricane. Yeah, I know. Um, hey, well, that was the little bit of uh, adrenaline rush we got last night. Um, let's see. Other than that, I don't know. It was good to put out that last episode, and we've just been hanging out really, right? Yep. And as a reminder, you're going to hear dog snores, probably some barking, the devil children upstairs. Sorry, the murder kids. What are you going to do? Um, we'll try to edit as best we can, but right. you might still hear them every now and again. Um it is 11.30 at night, so therefore those kids are still up and running around because they're the devil. Yeah. So um, we anyway. won't let that bother us too much. We're just going to get right into this and, and have a little fun. How are you doing, Heidi? <laughs> oh, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm actually really excited because in 30 minutes, my daughter will be 17 years old. All right. Yeah. It's her birthday tomorrow, huh? Yeah. Uh, it's... So emotional, but I'll cry about it tomorrow. I only have like one more year of being able to say, you have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, she's pretty cool. I would say happy birthday on this, but she doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> she's too cool for it. Too cool for that. Yeah. Um, it has been a little bit sad for the kids for school because my, my daughter was supposed to do the art program and she can't do that now. Um, did, did they start up uh, online classes again? I don't know how they would do that for art. Oh, right. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. So they um, they had spring break for two weeks, mm -hmm. which was weird because they were still here anyway. Yeah. But they started distance learning again um, two days ago. Uh, they did pretty good. My son is enjoying it now that they're able to zoom into the classrooms versus just having assignments as they did previous. Right. Um, but it's been pretty cool for them. Um it just takes, it's just an adjustment period. Sure. Um, I have uh, an aunt who works at the COVID, in the COVID unit at the hospital. So she is looking for N95 masks. So if anybody has any for sale, just send us an email. Um, I got mine It'd be here. pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool to be able to help them out. Um, <laughs> she works for Sunrise Hospital in Las Vegas and they have a heart. So will you fucking stop? We'll give it to Frank. <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Alicia. Yeah, thank you. You're an asshole. <laughs> um, right. So, speaking of terrors, this week we're watching All Hallows Eve from 2013. Okay. And you haven't seen that yet. No, I haven't seen so, that. But you said it has to do with the movie Terrifier, which I have seen once. Terrifier is um, it's great. It's a clown movie. Art the Clown is like, it's gross diabolical clown uh, not much unlike john wayne gacy hmm. <laughs> um but he um he stars in the movie within this movie oh a little inception kind of thing going on more like creep show 
Okay. Well, we recently watched Creepshow, not for the podcast, but just for Because fun. it's my son's favorite movie. And um, um, <laughs> yeah. And so what you're saying is it's sort of like how there's the comic book and you go into the comic book kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So in this case, it's a videotape of yeah. VHS of all things. Who has VHSs? Anyway, we'll get Have into Have you that. seen this before? Yes. No. All Hallows Eve. You watched it before? Yes. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. Okay. It's not your first time. Gotcha. It's my first time. So, um, that's interesting. Um, I, I see Terrifier. I thought it was like a cool slasher flick. I really enjoyed Terrifier, though. Yeah, it was like deliciously gory. Right. I don't think it's um, a super serious one. It's just a really gory blood fest kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like um, you have to be in the mood for nonsense. Yeah, I remember that there's a scene in Terrifier where he like, well, not to give it all away, but there's like he cuts off the boobs of some chick and wears them and pretends to be the chick. Anyways, <laughs> gives you something to look forward to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that one when we do that episode. So, um, Terrifier, that's, that was, uh, yeah, again, I, I watched it once. I thought it was an okay slasher blood fest kind of a movie. Did you watch that movie at a bar? Well, I watched it twice. Once doesn't really count because, yes, it was at a bar and there was no volume. Um, I happened to be hanging out over there and the bartender liked playing Um horror movies and stuff like that in the background while there was bands and music and DJs playing. So I was uh, at the bar grabbing a drink and I happened to see Terrifier. I was called um, (laughs) the Lexington (laughs) (laughs) downtown LA. You're like what we call ratchet. <laughs> yeah, I think they've had a few uh, like a makeover since then. I think they've changed management or whatever. But so, um, I used to go back when the world was open. I used to go to Anarchy Library in Downey, mm-hmm. and um, it's just like it used to be like an old like punk bar, mm-hmm. and now it's like '80s pop bar. But whatever, uh, they have all these like Universal Monster posters on the walls and stuff. And they play live music and stuff. But that's the closest gotcha. that I've got to something similar, I think. Like, I wish I could go to a bar and watch a horror movie. That would be cool yeah. as shit. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I was um, fresh out of college, I used to have a job at a movie, th- not a movie theater, a video rental place. And there I could just pick whatever movie I wanted and play it while people were. So of course, I was like super into wrestling at the time. You got to remember <laughs> this was like 2001 and such. Um, so I'd always watch like I'd put like the latest WrestleMania and then. Um, next thing you know, I'd have like, so be surrounded by, by guys just watching it with me, like <laughs> throughout the whole time, which is cool. Cause it made the time pass a lot faster. Um, but every now and again, when it was the end of my shift, I'd put in a horror movie and then I'd just, cause no kids are supposed to be coming in at like midnight. Right. Put your kids to bed at a decent <laughs> hour, people. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. So I, 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 if I were a bartender and I had a bar, I would probably do the same nice. thing. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So anyways, um, I, yeah, I did. I watched it once there and I watched it once with you. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. All I Hallows did. Eve though is a little bit silly. Oh, a little bit silly. All right. Well, we'll get into it. Um, I noticed that you have a glass of wine over there. Is that that same wine you were drinking last week? No, this is delicious <laughs> wine. <laughs> this is not swill. Okay. Yeah. This is, uh, Josh. Oh, it's Josh Red Blend. Um, this is uh, one of the better, cheaper wines. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm drinking a uh, a trusty IPA. It's one I've never had before. It's called Deep Elm IPA. I don't know, never had it. That's from Texas. I guess apparently, I got this variety pack, which had a um, IPA from 
four different regions. So it's ones from Florida, ones from Texas, ones from Colorado, ones from California. And this is the Texas beer. Oh, that's right. Uh, that Florida beer. That's the one that you um, recorded yeah. your whole DTI album with, yeah. right? Yeah. Hialeah um, was... <laughs> it fueled your recording sessions? It was sessions? fueling the sessions of recording that we did. Uh, for the DTI album tracks. Yeah, good times. You don't yeah. get it that often over here. So that's why when I saw it in the variety pack, I was like, ah, we got to get that, especially since we're in this lockdown right now. Yeah, you know? we've moved past the quantity and now we're going back to quality because the apocalypse at least better taste good. Right, yeah. Um, um, this podcast is fueled on your IPAs, my red blends, and uh, lots of coffee during the editing phase. Yeah, coffee... And um, weed for me, you know. So how, by the way, happy belated for twenty. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. It feels like my birthday, but <laughs> <laughs> like no. I knew it was, was four twenty because f- everybody was on lo- was going live. <laughs> yeah, it was the first four twenty ever that I feel like I wasn't at least hanging out with somebody I knew, like smoking. You know, like it's such a, a communal thing. Like, yeah, sure, we smoke every day, whatever. But like, oh, it's 420. And this was 420, 420 on 420, 420 and 420. Right, exactly. And here I am, you it's know. It's 420 cubed. St- stuck inside a house with no, a bunch of non-smokers. And, <laughs> you know, but hey, everybody was on Instagram and and uh, social media posting their pictures and stuff. So that was cool. Um Yep. Nice. All right. And with that, we're he's going to take a smoke break and we're going to check this movie out. Yeah. All Hallows Eve uh, 2013, right? All right. That's we'll right. be right back uh, with our comments on the movie. We'll be right back. And we're back. How was that? Uh, you know, it was all right. I don't know. I mean... Definitely wasn't as fun as Terrifier, I don't think, and definitely not as cool as Creepshow, which it reminded me a lot of in some senses. But what did you think of it? Did you like it? I enjoyed parts of it. I mean, you said you've seen it before, so the second time around, is it better, worse? Like, what were your thoughts? It was okay. Okay, all right. There were some parts in it that were gorillicious, which, you know, is fun. Uh, there were some times that were just plain stupid. And mm-hmm. there was one part that was just obnoxious. Yeah, there, it gets really hard to believe at the end. I mean, the opening kind of scene, you know, all right, whatever. You you let some things slide. But by the end of the movie, I was sort of like, ah, come on. But let's take it from the top then. All right. So All Hallows Eve from 2013, directed by, I have to burp, excuse me. That was, that was cute. <laughs> That's staying in there. <laughs> Directed by Damien Leone. Um, and this was his directorial debut on a feature film. Okay. He made a lot of shorts, including the movie within the movie of this one. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Um, stars a bunch of actresses. So you have a couple of act, uh, a couple of characters that you want to keep track of. Sarah is played by Carrie Maguire, and she is the babysitter who is watching the children. Um, then there's... Casey, she's in story one. Um, Caroline is in story two. And then the girl from story three doesn't even have a name. Her name is Costume Designer. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it stars Mike Gianelli, who is Art the Clown. Okay. So Art the Clown, he's our uh, evil monster guy he's in this movie. He's our monster guy. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Cool. So the movie sort of starts off with it 
being set on Halloween. So the movie starts like this. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, that was a good opening. And I actually was very hopeful when I saw that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like Scream where it had references peppered throughout. Mm -hmm. But this one was just more like, you know, when you unscrew the salt and somebody pours it and it suddenly has all the salt on it. Yeah. That's what happened to it. Yeah. Um, It's over salted. But it was, you know, again, for a young director, opening shot, it was nice to see the scene. Yeah, so I think it's because that movie is a public domain, so really you don't have to pay for it to be in there. Night of the Living Dead you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why most people use it. Oh, maybe. Okay. But isn't it also the movie that, no, they were not, they were uh, watching something else. They came from outer space or something like that. Right, but there was, no, they're watching it in the remake of Halloween, I believe. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um the well, Rob Zombie remakes. So it was very Halloween-esque. Mm-hmm. It did have Night of the Living Dead, but it was very Halloween-esque in that um Sarah, played by Katie McGuire, was babysitting two children, Timmy and Tia. Timmy uh, and Tia. Timmy and Tia, yeah. And then I was like, Timmy, oh, it's just like Tommy from Halloween. <laughs> but sorry. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, so Timmy. He, and, and and Tia. And they're um he's 10, he has a sister that's maybe 12, and they're obnoxious. They're right. brats. Pretty annoying, yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, like I, I can't, okay. So Sarah is like a 30-year-old woman watching these two kids who are probably old enough to stay yeah, by themselves. I found that slightly um, weird. Because- but she was, and it was like, okay, you're babysitting your friend's kids because it's your friend, great. But dude, like this is just kind of like, first of all, like no. get an actual babysitter, like someone who's like 17 or 18 years old, right? It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. I know my rates when I used to babysit back when my kids were little and I didn't want a real job yet because, you know, I figured freelancing and babysitting, cut it. I was charging $26 an hour. Hey, nice. Yeah. That's good. Adults cost more than teenagers. <laughs> For sure. At least in this industry. So, so, so the kids went trick-or-treating with Sarah and they've come back home and they're checking out their candy stash and timmy mm-hmm. keep almost wanting to call him tommy timmy empties out his bag and finds an old vhs tape. right it's the strangest thing in the world like who puts a vhs tape in the bag and like i was thinking that this movie was taking place in the 80s up until i saw the girl with a cell phone in her hand texting and then you're like well yeah who has a vhs tape nowadays and whatever yeah so that's at first i was like well one i'd automatically think somebody stashed some porn to my my kid's bag right right and then the second option would be you know a snuff film. Right? Yeah. And so the Sarah, the, the babysitter, does a good job of at least trying to kind of be uh, aware of the situation. Like, she's like, no, no, you can't watch it. I have to see what's on it first. It's You'd have to ask your parents. The kids are like, our parents are going to give it to us anyways. And she's at least like, well, go in the other room. I'm going to take a look at it. And then if it's okay, then I'll let you know. Yeah, because I would have totally thought it was porn. Yeah, me too. I mean, or anything, you know, like even if it's not porn porn, it could be the guy porn who porn? gave the tape could be exposing himself, you know, like. Like a flasher flick? Flasher <laughs> flick, yeah, something like that, you know. Um, but so they're very curious and want to find out about it. Sarah basically says, I'll check it out. And yeah, but then I'm like, mm, it's great that some people might still have VCRs, but 
Who has a VCR? I wish I had a VCR. I have every Disney movie on VHS um, up to, I don't know, anything that came out before 2006. I have a VCR. It's just uh, stashed away in the storage unit. But I do have one. I have hundreds of movies on VHS, including Scarface on the dual VHS Uh and The Sound of Music. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. You, You love that Sound of Music's. I do. Yeah. I do. Hey. I can't all be horror. I have to have a glimmer of soul. Yeah. Well, nobody said it had to be all horror. Uh, I, I've watched The Sound of Music a lot when I was a kid. And matter of fact, I had that same dual VHS <laughs> copy of it. Um, but I'll have to dig out the VCR one of these days. It's in the storage unit. So. Great. I'm going to take it from you. <laughs> all, right. all right. So they're watching the movie. Uh, so Sarah's watching the movie. The kids are standing off in the foyer, just kind of within earshot. Like she can, they can still hear it. Why can't she? Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. I, right. At first, nothing starts to play. It's just static for a little bit, and then finally something comes on, um, and she's like, "Oh, okay, wait." And there's something okay. here. So that movie starts like this. This is short one. Okay, Casey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey's waiting at the train station, and I've never seen the train station like this before. It's just one room. It's like a doctor. At first, I thought it was a doctor's office. It's one room with a couple of benches and the doors closed. When I've seen a train station is Union Station downtown. It's just platforms, mm-hmm. right? There's a big area where people can wait, but it's all open. Right. Have you ever seen a train station that is looks like a doctor's office, like a small waiting room? Um, no, I can't. Well, I don't know. I've, most of the train stations I've been around are slightly larger like subway, you know, like you said, platforms, you go down a flight of stairs, you're in an open area. So yeah. So uh, I, I was like, she has a doctor's office, but then realized that she's at a train station. It's, they're calling, they're announcing when trains are leaving, but whatever. Right. Um, but also in the, in the waiting room with her is Art the Clown. And he's just sitting in front of her, just staring at her, right. well, honking so the horn. Here's what I thought. When I first saw him, I thought... He was on the other side of the platform. I thought there was like, you know, the train would come and he's waiting on the other side. She's on this side. But then all of a sudden he was right next to her. And I was like, whoa, how did he get there so quickly? So, you know, from my viewpoint, I didn't even realize that he was in the same room. To me, I thought he was actually on the other side of the train tracks. And I didn't catch any of that because they were all in a room that was closed. She couldn't see outside. Sure. That's well, why I was like, well, they're in a doctor's office. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I didn't really catch that they were in a closed environment. Right. I thought okay. that they were so, separated. He's annoying her because he's honking this horn. Mm-hmm. You know, a little. Right. Yeah. And, um, and she's getting annoyed and she tells him to stop it. Eventually he sits next to her and gives her an offering, a flower. And she takes it and she's kind of like, oh my God, she's so cute. Until... He starts laughing at her and he does this thing. He like laughs at people. But he doesn't laugh. It's like mute. He's like a mime. He's clown. like a mime, yeah. And he's um, like a mound. Mound? Um enjoys having a climb. Mounds don't. He's like a climb? I don't know. I think you should stop. Yeah. Okay. I think so too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he she, he's laughing because those uh flowers are full of cockroaches, like big, fat, like what are those hissing roaches? Like enormous roaches. And she gets freaked out. She gets pissed off and she tries to run away. And then he injects her and she's out. Yeah, he carries around a needle filled with uh, whatever in this syringe. And he's just like. And he's carrying around this black <laughs> plastic bag. It's like. Like a big trash dude, bag or whatever. Tote. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he 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 looks pretty crazy though. If you saw that guy somewhere in the dark, play not even dark. Yeah. Place, so he's like a just by a black and white yeah. clown. He has white face. He has black like lips and and around his eyes. And um, he just looks very sinister. Yes, he does. He's definitely got um, a branding look about him. You know? Yeah. Like, He's pretty gross looking. Yeah. And then um, – so then she wakes up later and she's in a tunnel, a dark mm-hmm. tunnel. And it's like a subway tunnel. And she has a chain – like she has um, like a metal yeah, collar, collar and a chain attached to it. And she's like screaming, trying to figure out what she's doing. And then these two other girls are also there with her. Yeah. Also chained up. And come to find out that there was another girl there before. She had her chain pulled Pull, down yep. through the tunnel. And next thing you know, she was screaming and then she disappeared. Yeah. So our main character is basically. We don't know how long she's been there. No. Oh, the, the other girls have been there. We right. Don't we don't any know anything. It's just the, the, the main character is all like, well, what? We got to find a way out of here. What's going on? Like, what are you guys doing? And yeah. they're all timid. One girl is totally like, okay, let's follow the, she, you know, Casey's idea is yeah. let's Look. follow the chains and see where it leads. And the other one girl is all on board. Another girl is like, no, we'll just wait here for somebody to um, find us. To find us. Yeah, but right. then that like, really is work. the only options. Like either you stay or you go. If you stay, you know you're going to get pulled in. If you go, you you are probably going to die somewhere else. Like, it's kind of a fucked either way Should I situation. stay or should I go now? Should I die or should I die now is what it is, yeah. really. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I, I thought that this was kind of a cool, like, opening scene but i also was like wait a minute these people are watching the movie right and so part of me was saying because the babysitter sarah in the real world was like i'm you know um at, at this point the kids have already said oh we're gonna watch it with right them we're gonna watch it anyways and they come back into the room and they're like kind of disobeying her but she's like all right well if it gets kind of crazy i'm gonna turn it off and so at this point in time like she doesn't really take any action she starts to get into the movie with the kids i guess you know right um, she watches the movie yeah exactly they watch it um so, i'm just saying that it was like i i was having to remind myself that oh okay they are watching this movie but then shouldn't she be like a little bit like lenient uh, not lenient but strict on the kids and be like hey what are you doing let's turn this off yeah like i would not have watched this movie even if the kids had begged me i would right. be like no ask your parents about it right and who the fuck is this creepo giving you this thing so this clown has to. Oh, what what can happen? This clown has to fucking put the ba- put the movie in a bag of somebody who he knows has a VCR. That's what are those what I'm chances? Saying. It's like it's one of these things again, you know. It's so. Anyways, let's talk about how um, while the in the movie in the movie, there's all of a sudden the three girls who are talking about trying to find their way out, and one, and gets, one yanked. gets yanked out, just like the other ones told her it was going to happen, dragged. Out. Out of their sight, you into, don't see them Deeper anymore. into the tunnel. Yeah. And so the girls are like, fuck it, we got to do this. And they go and they follow the, where their chains are coming from. And they finally find the ending. They finally find the ending? They get to the end of the chains. And they try to break the chains with this big rock. While uh, Casey is trying to break the chains, the other girl gets hacked to pieces. And I mean, like, her arm gets chopped off by a cleaver. But, like, this monster thing... That's like just there. It's like this gross yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like some like uh, I don't know, like like a de- toxic Avenger, toxic kind of like character. Kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get the arm cut off scene was kind of cool. It was like 
very not realistic. It was a very clean cut. I don't like imagine a, that it would get that clean, would it? No, but... Because you have bone to it, worry about. To me, it was like campy special effects almost, which kind like of... early Servino? Yeah, but it was like... I'm sorry. It's, it's like comedy. Like early, early Savini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good catch on that. Um, yeah, I guess so. Like right. it's where it looks like it's props, but it's okay that it looks like props. No, yeah, you know, you get what you pay for. But it's some a free of movie it's and it's comedy. A good bag. It's good. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, so, so then um, Casey gets the she breaks a chain and she books it, and she finds that um, some guy. Some guy like this transient pushing, who's pushing a, cart. a cart and she's asking him for help. And the guy's just looking at her like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Because he has a cart uh, in the cart. He has a dead body. Yeah, He's got body parts in there. Yeah. Right. So she gets captured again. Yeah. She, and then she comes to and there is this bed that she's on and she's chained up and she sees another woman, probably the first girl that they told her uh, the, the about that had been pulled earlier. Right. Um, she was pregnant. Mm hmm. And they cut the baby out of her. Yeah, they cut the baby out of this pregnant Collect lady. the blood mm -hmm. and in a goblet and give the goblet to the devil. Right. Who drinks the blood and then rapes Casey. Yeah, basically. That's story number one right there. That's story number one. Yeah. And then Sarah goes, this is probably not good for you guys right. to watch. But the, after the baby gets after the baby out. gets ripped out, yeah, cut, pregnant lady gets cut open. All that she didn't stop at any point in time before that. And I, I, you know, again, like some parts they were like trying to go back and get reaction shots, and I don't think that was the best. I thing. think it was just a reminder because all they did was literally it well, was. And those scenes <laughs> did not work that well. I feel like that it's it would d take you away from the feeling that you, you were getting less from them. Scared. Yeah, but you're like. Two times removed now because you're like, this is the movie I'm watching of people was, watching a movie. What would have been good is instead of cutting to Sarah, like straight on watching the movie, if like from outside somebody was watching Sarah watch the movie, mm. that would have worked better. Well, I somebody think. is watching Sarah watch the movie because we'll get I there. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so she sends the kids um, to bed and uh, the little girl, Tia, is scared of her closet and. Uh, I feel her because she's over there trying to close her closet, but she's too scared to get close to it because she hears something in the closet. Something's in and there, And the closet right? door kind of moves. I fucking hate closets. My closet is always closed. <laughs> I got over that a long time ago. Must be nice yeah. to have a life without trauma. <laughs> Just, no, I mean, all right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say that. It I'm is, not saying. It's all, life is all relative. You had your your um, yeah. I just your got situations. over I've had my situations. certain fears. I just can't do closets. Like my closets have to be closed. My kids go to sleep with their closets open. I close them. I I just yeah. So I used to feel the same way about dark space, dark places, small spaces, closets, showers, all that kind of stuff. Like yeah, I got for me, over it. For the most part, right now it's still the closets. Yeah, and um. I understand. Yeah. It's it's freaky. Yeah. So, so the girl is scared. Tia is scared. And um, Sarah comes in to tuck her in, tuck a 12-year-old in. My kids stopped wanting me to tuck them in at like eight, but whatever. I don't know. Maybe they're sheltered. Mm -hmm. But um, Sarah and Tia have a conversation, and Tia is asking if clowns and everything are – I mean, if those – if the clown was real, and Sarah tells her monsters and ghosts and boogeymen are not real, and – Tia says, 
But the thing is, he was just a man in costume. Right. <laughs> he could really exist. He could really she's exist. she's so fucking right. Yeah. Like, I love true crime. I'm constantly watching true crime. In fact, I'm so happy that I found a new true crime show on Netflix today that I've already watched four episodes of. Like, true crime is my jam. But because that's, like, similar to why we talk about, you know, in horror movies, why the slashers are the ones that I more gravitate to. It's because those are the real horrors of reality. Those are where, where people really, like... Right. This yeah. is the wrong term, but it's people's time to shine and how <laughs> gruesome they can be towards one another. Right. And it's true. People do not give a shit about people. Like, look right now. There is there are people protesting because they want to go outside, not realizing that they not only can get sick themselves, but they're definitely going to spread infection to other people. Nobody gives a fucking shit about anybody else. And that's fucking sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So I get where you're coming from on that. So yeah. it's, it, it's really like... It, it's more scary. It's more horrific. Right. It could when actually it's just a person. When it's when it's Michael Myers before he got supernatural, mm-hmm. scariest fucking shit. When it's um, I don't know what else. When it's some guy coming at you with a machete, that's fucking scary. When it's Freddy Krueger coming at you in a dream, that's mm, it's a good movie to watch when you first watch it and you're like, oh, jump scares. But it's not really like the most terrifying thing. Oh right, absolutely. So anyway, she doesn't close the closet for her. No, she doesn't close the closet for her, but the girl also doesn't admit that she thinks somebody could be in the closet. Right. The they um she tucks the boy in, she goes back downstairs and decides to continue the movie. Well, um, yeah. So she gets on the phone with her friend and her friend is like, Oh, don't die today because yeah. you're a babysitter. And, yeah. and I thought that was <laughs> funny because she's call back to Halloween right. and how Halloween-esque this movie is in the yeah. first place. She also um, says, hey, we should go out and get a drink afterwards. So, you know, they're planning after she gets done. Yeah, but the parents are are expected to show up at 1 o'clock. Right. It gives them an hour to get to a bar. It gives her half an hour to get to a bar, more or less. Yeah. And then 30 minutes of drinking. Yeah, that didn't make sense either. I think that's one of those where if you were to bring it up to the writer, they'd be like, I never thought of that. 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, okay. And then, so Sarah does go back to watching the movie. And this is the story of Caroline. Okay, yeah. The story Caroline, number two. Yeah, story two. So Caroline is a woman who has moved from the city into a rural home with her husband, who is an artist. He's not home, and it's nighttime, and she's unpacking. And that house looks like um, the house where Jamie, where Laurie Strode is babysitting Tommy. Yeah. It's white, it's dark, it's ominous, whatever. Yeah, it seems like it's more of like a lake house kind of thing or whatever. I don't Um, know, but she's talking to her friend on the phone and she's telling her, it's so quiet out here. It's having to get used to not mm -hmm. having ambulances or buses. And I can relate. Because when I go to the ranch, it's quiet. You can hear yourself blink. Yeah. Like you didn't, I never knew you could hear yourself blink. I didn't know (laughs) blinking made sounds until I started going to the ranch. Gotcha. Um, which is in like a super secluded area, super secluded mountains in, in California. But here in the city, it's like a night without a helicopter, especially in Inglewood. Night without a helicopter. I was like, what happened last night? Yeah. I'm, I, I slept through it, you know? Um, anyway, so she's talking to a friend, they hang up, whatever. And suddenly her lights go out. And she, at, very resourcefully, goes and tries to get the fuse back on. Or what is it called? The, yeah, the fuse box. The fuse box. And it doesn't work. The phone's not working either, herself. 
It's not working either. And it's nighttime. It's super dark. But she and she goes back upstairs. The lights aren't working at all. She finds a flashlight in one of the boxes because she's still unpacking. And the thing is, she starts hearing things upstairs. And she's freaked out. She's like, somebody's inside. Somebody's inside. Right. Doesn't she call her boyfriend or something? Uh, No, not yet. But she can't get the lights on. She hears outside. And she does the smart thing. She says, fuck this and runs out and gets into her car, which I thought was great because in none of the horror movies do you ever find, let me leave. It's more like, what is that noise? Uh, I get you. Yeah. Well, you're right. They usually run up the f- stairs instead of going out the front door. Or they like lock the- themselves in. Yeah. She's like, fuck this. I'm out. She goes to her car. It won't fucking start. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the problem with the car. It won't start. So... That's when she ends up talking to her boyfriend or so afterwards. No. So, well, yes, eventually. But she's trying to start the car. And behind her, because we're looking at her from the front of the car, behind her, the light starts glowing. There's this light. And she looks back like, what the fuck? She runs back inside the house. Her husband calls. And she's freaked out. She's like, something landed outside. There's somebody in the house. Call the police. Stay on the phone with me. All of these things are happening. And the phone dies. Right, yeah. So she's now... So she goes and grabs a knife, which is another resourceful thing to do. Definitely. I like Caroline. Definitely. Um, oh, when she's talking on the phone with her friend, she talks about this painting that her husband did. And it kind of leaves you thinking, is the house haunted? Because her husband made this painting of a face. Yeah. But we don't see it because she has she, the canvas covered up she with, says the, she's with, the, so, with the sheet. She says she's so terrified of it that she can't even look at it. So, right. you know. But her, the, importantly, her husband... Doesn't remember painting it. Right. That was the like just woke up and he had painted it. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. He was like, I yeah, I don't even remember painting it. It was just there or whatever. So it's it's, he thinks he must have had some sort of like supernatural trance and just painted it while he was like in a dream state or whatever. Right. So so Caroline's on the phone with her husband. The call drops. She grabs a knife. She's like, fuck this. And guess what shows up? A fucking alien. A fucking alien. A fucking alien. What the fuck do you do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you do when an alien shows up? Uh, well, bend over because he's gonna probe <laughs> the fuck out of you. That's it. That's all you can do. Just bend over. Bend it over. This bend, alien bend, looked bend, a little bend. weird though, didn't he? Like, yeah, was, but his face was kind of creepy. So it was like he was an alien, but he wore an alien mask. So it was like he was creepy underneath, but like. Kind of like a kid's costume mask on yeah. top of it with like super like alien big old eyes and whatever. Um, anyway, I found that like just so implausible. Yeah, me too. I was kind of taken out by this time. And then again, like I go back to thinking like, so now this girl in real life, Sarah, is watching this movie. And it, first of all, it's like, just shut it off already. Why are you so yeah. intrigued? It's so stupid. And Yeah. And then when they did go break to go back and show you her reactions. She's just, just drinking her wine, which I'm not hating on her drinking the wine, but that didn't add anything right. to the movie. Well, in Creep Show, they never go back to show you the reaction of somebody reading the comic book. He says, where's my the, cake, Bedelia? Right. They do little, they do little like. Um, Page turns. Right. And then at the end, you kind of come back to reality mm-hmm. or whatever, but they don't like go in the middle of the story, back to reality to show you somebody's reaction. Right. Well, um, nobody said that this movie was better than Creepshow. Oh, in any no, way, by <laughs> any means, sure. Right. Um, okay. So, anyways, so then, this alien story, I was a little detached and from. And that's so. when they jumped the shark. Jump you know, the shark. You know where that, that phrase comes from? No. All right. In Happy Days, 
the, the show ran for so long that they got to a pivotal moment where there was a scene where the Fonz a goes jet skiing with his leather jacket and jumps over sharks. Holy shit. And that's when you're like, that's like the most stupid thing ever. Gotcha. You should probably end it right there. Gotcha. So this is where it jumps the shark. It's kind of like the entire series lost <laughs> was a jump the shark moment. Anyway. Right. Um, so now she's got in this so struggle trying to get away from this yeah, alien. And, she's, and it's chasing her and she runs upstairs and she hides in the bathroom. And he's like, he can't find her. And um, he ha- turns on this switch on the box that's on his chest. And it creates like such a shrill sound that she has to cover her ears. And she mm-hmm. screams out loud and gives away her position. But not only that, but it makes her nose bleed. Yeah, it's like some... Uh, you know, dog whistle so- for people, right? Yeah, well, the you people know, whisper. So, um, there's sound can be used as a weapon. Some people have thought in previous. I don't know. What I'm saying is, is that I think some people we know that isn't there a character in um, Mortal Kombat that does a sonic yell or a scream, or is that Tekken? Well, I think uh, yeah, I think one of the characters in like the newer Mortal Kombat's has a. Uh, yeah, Sindel or something like that, maybe, I think. Sindel's um, my girl. Yeah. But but uh, there are, like, Dune is another movie that actually used that whole concept. Dune. Yeah, I know you haven't seen it yet, but they use that concept of sound being able to be used as a weapon, which it totally can. It's frequencies. We The thing is, we hear... Mariah Carey's high-pitched tone could sure, be used as a weapon. Sure, ac- exactly. Um, but... Imagine frequencies that are even beyond that, that are so amplified that that's what happens. It ruptures your eardrums and it ruptures your blood vessels. And that's what happens. You start bleeding out of your orifices. Um, like Ebola. Yeah, like Ebola. All so right. that's what's so, happening here with yeah. her. So she's bleeding from her nose. He finds her, of course, because she screamed. Mm-hmm. And uh, they struggle. She not only does she stab him and cuts his hose off because he has a breathing apparatus she takes his hose out and she runs away yeah meanwhile why does this alien not just flip the switch back on and say and halts her where she is instead he (laughs) loses her right and she does something really smart she opens the door so it looks like she ran outside but she really goes under the stairs oh people under the stairs that's another reference but under the stairs is oddly very very big Every time I've seen an under the stairs, it's not as big as that. <laughs> sure. It was like a whole lot, like it was like a ballroom. <laughs> yeah, in this movie. You're in this movie. About. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's um she's in there and she's hiding really well, and the alien can't find her. But um what gives her away is that she gets a phone call. Yeah, her phone rings, and he's like, Ah, where are you? I hear you now. And it's like and the alien Scrambling also around. finds her, yeah. pulls her out of there. Right, yeah. Uh, he, like, drags her, right, out of her little hiding place. Yeah, pulls her out of there. And she's, like, trying to hold on to dear life for everything, uh-huh. everything, everything. And then finally, it's the painting, the... the sheet that's over the painting pulls it down. And it's Art the Clown. Right, yeah. It's just his so, face. And the movie ends. Yeah. Or that short ends. Mm-hmm. So that one for didn't have anything to do with art except for the very end where it tied in. The first one obviously had a lot, well, some, not even a lot. The first one just had to do like somewhat, you know, with Art the Clown. The rest of it had to do with the devil and the rape and the baby and all that other stuff. Well, the first one, Art the Clown was the reason, was was who captured the Captured woman. her, right. It was yeah. like an initiation. That he, <laughs> he initiated the sequence of events by capturing he the lady. captured the sacrifice, yes. I guess. On and the then, second one, he 
just appeared. Right. And we don't know like, why. Had or... the alien not landed, maybe it would have been more art. You know, maybe he would have popped out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now all of a sudden that's the end of story two. And we go back to the Sarah. The movie scares Sarah. Right. She kind of gets frightened by it. So she turns it off. Mm-hmm. And as she turns it off, she sees at the corner of her eye that somebody mm-hmm. had been looking at her. Somebody had peeked out around the corner. Yep. Yep. And then I'm startled because, yep. you know, you're like, oh, shit, what was that? And then she's kind of like, oh, shit, what was that? But she right. automatically thinks it's, it's the fucking kids. It's got to be the kids. kids, yeah. So she goes upstairs and she, you know, she tells the kid, she finds the kids sleeping together mm-hmm. because yep. Tia was scared. So she went to go sleep with Timmy. And um, she's, you know, making a big deal like, hey, you guys, I told you to go to bed. Stop fucking around kind of thing. Right. She's not cursing, but uh, I, I don't know how to not. Well, Timmy ends up saying, you you're keep, the one who waking us up. You keep coming up to the door and uh, like trying to shake Every the hand. five minutes. Yeah. And she's like, wait, what? And, yeah. you know, now she's starting to think like maybe there is somebody else in this house. Absolutely. Um, so she knows she didn't do it. The kids think that they, she did, mm-hmm. but she thinks maybe the movie just got to her. Right. So she goes back downstairs and does what anybody else would do. She puts on the fucking movie again? Puts the movie back on again. I mean, after the second one, don't you just go and, like, burn the tape? You're like, this is so dumb. I mean, come on now. It wasn't that good. No, it wasn't good at all. And it's like... The second one. The first one was decent. I mean, they've probably got to... The second one wasn't good. Right. But they've probably got to have television or some uh, other movies that she could watch to kill her time. She was watching Night of the Living Dead before she put the movie back in. That's right. Exactly. So I don't know why she's so intrigued that she wants to see the rest of this movie. Um, So then the movie continues. Right. And we meet the costume designer. And she's just a woman who is driving um, down a, a windy rural road. And just like there's woods on either end and it's super late at night. And she's low on gas. Luckily, as she sees a gas station sign three miles away, she realizes I'm out of fucking gas. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. Yeah. Any woman that is going to go on any road trip, no matter what, is always looking at her gas gauge. Always. Well, you say that because you think that every woman should. But do you think really every woman is looking at their gas gauge? Like when they you should get be. a car, you're told... and. Okay, so maybe some people don't have parents or uncles or people who give a shit about them. Fine. I, granted, yeah. I understand that. Like Madison. <laughs> <laughs> people don't always have somebody looking out for them. And that's just unfortunate facts of life. Yes. However, the majority of women know you keep an emergency road type kit. You keep your phone charged. You have you, you, keep, you have to keep an eye on your gas gauge. You never know when you're going to have an emergency. Okay. Like, I mean, I was fortunate enough to be raised by an uncle who taught me everything about cars. Like, I can handle my shit. The only reason why I don't take um, tools to my own Prius is because I get free service. Otherwise, I would do it myself. Sure. But. It's a good quality um, to yeah, have. I, I absolutely love that. But um, at the very least, like even right now, I don't have less than half a tank of gas. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to keep that thing full, yeah. especially now. Yeah. Okay. So, so she runs out of gas, or is she about runs out, to of, run gas, out of gas, or she's running out of gas. She heads to this gas station, mm-hmm. and um, she pulls up to the gas station, and there isn't anybody around. Uh, she honks the horn, nobody comes out, and then she gets out of the car. Yeah. Just as she gets out of the car, out comes Art the clown mm-hmm. out of the garage with the um, like a big with, trash bag again. Or yeah, whatever, but right? with the uh, with the attendant, the gas station attendant. 
behind him. Apparently, he has shit all over the bathroom and smeared it all over the walls. That's similar to nasty. how he did in Terrifier. Didn't he do that in the pizzeria? See, I don't really remember. I would have to go back and watch right. that movie again. What is it called? Cropophilia? Oh, oh. Uh, Cropophilia? I can't pronounce it properly, but you're talking about the, um, like the, the shit fetish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. How it's. I, I feel like there's a pH in there somewhere, but, oh, well, Philia? Philia, no, but Kafra. Yeah, anyways, I don't know. The shit f- fetish. We'll ask Raul. It's on Twitter <laughs> at Poop Science. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Raul's I, my brother. <laughs> I can't remember about the terrifier scene, but let's you know, let's All say right. that did happen. But so the um, the gas station attendant is like, "Get out of here before I fucking kick your ass." Art is laughing. He sees silently laughing silently because he's yeah. he he's mute. He's miming it. He sees um, costume designer and leaves. Meanwhile, she's you know getting gassed up by the attendant and we and they start talking and she, he she tells him hey i'm a little lost um he proceeds to draw her a map and then after drawing her a map he's going to uh, elaborate a little bit talk to her about it but as he's giving her directions he hears something coming from the building the where the gas station is and he's like let me go investigate yeah and basically and, and got- he goes in to investigate she comes in shortly after because once she decides it's been a little too long, she comes in. Um, but one, you have directions, fucking go. Yeah. Especially if you didn't charge you for the gas. Right. In the middle of the fucking <laughs> night with this creepy ass clown everywhere. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so she goes in and she goes into the building and she finds Art the Clown sawing it's, off the attendant's head. Yeah. With like a hacksaw. Just. That's sh- not the tool to use. <laughs> no, not at all. But. He's going for it. Um, she starts to like run off and like get away or something. Yeah, right? so, so she runs and then gets in her car and drives right. off. And Smart as she's driving away, she is making a phone call and she's calling the police and she's saying, "There's been a murder, um, and the clown's out to get me. The guy's out to get me. The guy that's just like a clown." Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's driving the car. The call cuts off because you can't hear anything. It's so staticky. It cuts off. Her battery's also dying on her phone. This girl has two X's. Um, anyway, she's driving and guess who she sees hitchhiking? Art the clown. Art the motherfucking clown. And I mean, I guess so because he would, he'd left the gas, the, but the, wait, but that's where I was confused because he was just sawing the head off. Now all of a sudden he's down the street. So he's doing some sort of supernatural, like I'm here now I'm not kind of thing. I guess so. Or there are many Art the Clowns. Or there are many Art the Clowns. That's. Yeah. Okay. Um, because also she continues down the road and she's like, Oh shit, he's coming to get me. Um, she calls her boyfriend, uh, with the last bit of battery telling her, telling him her, telling him her situation, but the call again drops. And then she finds, um, a car that's pulled over on the shoulder mm-hmm. and that car, she's like, Oh, she's like relieved. She's like, there's somebody there, somebody who can help me. Maybe they have a phone that works. She goes, pulls over. And goes, opens the door, and the person is dead. Like, her face is, like, battery acid yeah, or something. Like it's half gone. No, you know what? I just realized her face is the face of one of the characters from the first short. Like, one of those creepy women. 
Oh, okay. You know what the cut smile? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked like she had button eyes almost? Right, yeah. yeah. All right, so she gets scared. She runs back into her car and goes to drive away. And when she goes to drive away, she is terrified. And out from behind the driver's seat mm-hmm. comes Art the Clown. <laughs> and he tries to suffocate her with some cellophane. Yes, he the does. The saran wrap. Yes. Um, she tears it, though. Yeah. Slams and on so the brakes. Anytime anybody ever... Ever in the history of me watching any movie has that. I'm always like, why don't they just tear it open yeah, they're and always breathe? Like, they're always like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <need> go. <laughs> <laughs> so she and I'm like, yes, somebody finally gets it. So that was kind of like a, oh, I'm so proud of her moment. So she does that. She then slams on the brake, and Art doesn't have a seatbelt on, so he goes flying, flying to the to dashboard the, and he yeah. smashes his face. She gets out of the car and runs into the woods. Yep. As she's in the woods, she goes in and, and finds like this old like barn, maybe like a tool shed right, kind yeah. of. I don't know, something like, like this that. random what home. A- something like a barn, I think. And she locks herself in. She puts like uh, like a bar so that the doors don't open. Right. And then she just sits there and she sits there. She doesn't try to escape. She doesn't think art stops trying. Next thing you know, as she's sitting there, like just in a corner, his hand comes out from under the earth. He had tunneled his way under the barn door <laughs> in through into the where exactly where she is and popped up right where yeah. she was. Uh-huh. Pulled himself out of the earth and proceeded to whip her like, with like chains and shit. Chains that yeah. have like knives and blades and stuff on yeah. them. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Has like so the movie that he sent Timmy, that they're watching, that this is happening. Is this all supposed to be stuff that really happened? Like, did he, or is it a movie that he made? You see what I'm saying? Because it, it's it got different camera angles. It's got cut scenes. And, and, you know, so like, essentially, is he a movie producer who put together a he horror movie? He just couldn't movie? get his big break, so he yeah. decided to slang it to Timmy. Right, so it's not. Maybe his father's a producer. Right, so in other words, it's not real at all, like it's what's like, on tape. It's like. An entourage when Lil Saigon, what is his name, Lil Saigon? Uh, Saigon, yeah. Saigon. When Saigon, like, steals Turtle's car <laughs> to put his mixtape in it, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's what I'm saying. But that's like, all Art the Clown was. was doing. He was trying to get his big break. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's it's all make-believe and, and stuff like that or whatever. So and I'm just saying, like, there definitely were cuts and camera angles. So it wasn't like he was just taking video footage from a security camera where he was sawing a guy's head off. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, maybe he's just an as- aspiring movie producer, director, and actor himself. <laughs> maybe. Well, we'll put that on the quaffable side. Now, she's getting her ass beat. Yes. But one of those scissors or knives or whatever falls off of the chain that he's whipping her ass with, and she gets it and she stabs him. Where does she stab him? In the eyeball. In the just eyeball. Like just like in the last movie. The last movie, Revenge. Yes. Yeah. She stabs him in the eyeball and then she stabs him in the back? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and then she runs for the road. And she goes to the road and very Texas Chainsaw-esque, she flies down a car. And it's this nerd guy. Mm-hmm. And so she gets into the car with him and he's like, oh shit, let's get you somewhere. And they start driving off. Here comes Art the Clown. And all he does is shoot him in the head. And you're like, yeah. well, that's efficient. <laughs> right. Just like pow, right in the fucking middle of the head or whatever. Yeah. The guy's it's like, dead. oh, well, yeah. no creative way of killing him. Nope. Just bullet to the head. 
Yep. Got it. So she wakes up and she's strapped to a bed. Oh, right. And you see there's these medical instruments everywhere and there's like flesh everywhere. Yep. I always want to call it people meat, but it's flesh, right? Yeah, like hunks and chunks people of- People meat. And, <laughs> and cut into her body are the words pig, slut, cunt, cunt. and bitch. Bitch, yeah. And as, you continue, as the camera continues to pan out, you see- that her boobs are gone. Yeah, this guy cut her tits out. He cut and her he hands off. Her legs. Cut her legs off. So she's just basically like um, just arms, right? Like little nubs for arms and legs, and no tits. And then these words carved, words into, carved her. into her skin. This boy's got some real issues with women. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, so, and uh, all the all the while we've got fucking. Um, What's her name watching this movie? Yeah, so Sarah Still hasn't tur- decided to turn it off yet. No, Sarah turns it off. Oh, she turns it off now after she yeah. got to that. But up and until then, then, she just decided to watch the whole fucking movie. Yeah. So she turns it off. Right. And the phone rings. Yep. It's the house phone. Yep. She goes to answer it. Who's on the other end? Art costume the designer girl. Oh, oh, right. Costume designer. And it's the call that she was making to the police oh, right. saying, he's yeah. And all she hears is, the man in the clown costume. And she's like, oh shit, that's right. the call from the movie. Movie, right. The TV like- turns the fuck back on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was kind of like a cool little paradox. It was like, she was like, oh sh- shit, that's, this is what's happening. And so like, yep. she knew what was going to happen. The TV turns back on and she goes and it's the same in the very first scene. And it's just this basement scene. And it's Art the Clown. And Art is coming up out of like from behind a post. And he's going closer and closer towards the camera. It suddenly becomes like he's watching, watching her. Watching yeah. And then it looks like it's not even a TV screen. It looks like it's, it's a window. A glass because window. she's staring. He's staring right at her. Yeah. And it is so creepy. This part was good. It was good and creepy. She's like trying to turn the TV off and it won't turn off. And then finally it's it switches. And it's what's playing on the TV. It is, a, it is the living room. It's like if a camera is looking at the living room. Mm-hmm. Except... It's instead of it just Sarah and the couch, it's Sarah and then Art is sitting, sitting on, the, on couch. the couch. Yeah, but, but only when she, she sees on the screen. Right, only on the screen. Not in real when life. When she turns back around, he's not there. And then right. she looks at the screen, he is there behind her. Yeah. And that's, that's finally kind of, yeah. she freaks out. She's able to eject it. She smashes the tape. Right. And Art's not there anymore. Right. Then the kids scream. Mm hmm. And she runs towards them, and Art the Clown is upstairs at the top of the stairs, laughing his silent, silent laugh. laugh. Yeah, <laughs> and she is so scared that she's unable to fucking move. She she can't go up the stairs to check on the kids. She can't do it. She's just terrified. And finally, he disappears. She goes to check on the kids. They did. They got killed the fuck up. They're just two <laughs> decapitated yeah, heads on, next to each other on the bed. Yeah. And that is like the world's worst babysitter. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna have a lot of explaining to do. Because who's gonna believe her that Art the clown killed those kids? They're gonna think she did it. Right, absolutely. I don't think it actually happened though. Well, I mean, of course, yes, it's a movie, but well, for- I don't think it actually happened though, because during the whole scene where the kids are screaming, it switches over to the 35 millimeter. Yeah. And then it's just does that throughout the end. Mm-hmm. And that 35 is what the rest we of the shorts the were. Shorts, yeah. I mean, for a movie that we didn't really like, we kind of talked a lot about it in a very uh, 
likable way. <laughs> I, I mean, we we try to find the best in it, I think, right? I mean, if we're going to watch crap, we may as well make it enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. So but, but I don't think the movie was crap. I think it was just, I mean, watch it if you want a couple of uneasy moments and if you want to see two dead kids in the end. But otherwise, it's kind of those that you just watch it once and you're kind of okay with it. They have a part two, which is independent of Terrifier. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know why they got to watch it again. I mean, I, I think people could watch it. I think Terrifier is much better. Yeah, for sure. Well, Creepshow definitely is much better. I don't, yeah, I don't. See, this is the thing. I feel like that that angle of it didn't work for this movie at all. Like, th- I think the cuts back definitely took away from it, from, from the experience. Yeah. It just made it. Some of them were like repeated drool. cuts, like the same scene where she's like, oh, oh, the same way. And it's like reused footage. It just doesn't look cool. And I don't know, again, like sometimes they would do it after you like were immersed in the sub movie to the point where all of a sudden they, you're disconnected. You're like, wait, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I enjoyed parts of it, like a lot. I really did enjoy lots of the movie. Um, But there are some parts where I was just like, "Mm, okay, I mean, I guess that works for that scene. Like the whole alien, the Caroline story, I I didn't like that at all. Um, If it had more Art the Clown, maybe... That would have been good. Like if he defeated the alien and then she's like, oh, my God, thank you. And then he's like, I'm going to get you, yeah, bitch. Yeah. You know, something like that. That would have been probably cool. Yeah. Well, but you know, it probably also would have been um, expected. Would yeah. have been expected. You know what's funny? You just mentioned the, the alien one um, and how it was sort of the lackluster thing. I just realized that there was that whole Stephen King with the meteorite in creep show mm-hmm. which is sort of like the alien meteor oh, yeah, crashing right. and to me that was sort of a lackluster one in that segment too was really like, yeah like oh it's just jordy you didn't like oh, i was felt so bad for he's him. so he's it's just like he's this dumb hillbilly he's like i'll try and, to glue this back together and then he's growing weeds all out of everywhere like it's just oh no not there <laughs> it's it's just sort of kitty you get what i'm saying yes. and out of all those stories that one I didn't really connect well with. Yeah, I didn't like the alien one. But then again, I'm not one to be scared of aliens. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Really, it's it's sci-fi is not really my thing. Like, sure, I love Firefly, Cowboys in Space. Come on, why not? But it's, I mean, and I like Cowboys versus Aliens. Never seen that. But I wouldn't. I'm not a big alien fan. Not the franchise, but like just in general, sure. like UFOs, extraterrestrials. Sure. Um, this is not my thing. I think it's just because I'm not scared of other light forms. <laughs> You're like, come on, people from Mars doesn't bother me. I'm so sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the anyways, color, you're fine. <laughs> I think that you know there were certain parts of the movie that were decent and okay. It was you know it didn't it didn't hurt me to watch it. I'm I'm okay with spending the time that I did to watch it. I think there were some parts that were dumb and whatever, but for what it's worth, it definitely wasn't the worst movie I've seen. And I, I don't know. I would, I, I need to go back and rewatch terrifier again now. Okay. Let's um, do it. I don't really remember feeling like that was that great of a movie either. I just feel like that it, there was some was intense gore scenes that were kind of cool. amazing. However, like I said, there were delicious moments of gore. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's a part where, a woman gets sawed in half. Right. And just the way they did it was just like, oh, fuck, that's so gross. I can't even look at it. So sure, that was good. Sure. I mean, of course, I looked. 
Yeah. Um, but okay. Well, that was fun. I, I, um, I was kind of expecting to get into a few like classic horror movies. Um, but I, I guess, you know, we've taken the more modern route. Well, I mean, I kind of just randomized it. Uh, we'll do something older. Yeah. We'll do something more classic next week. Yeah. But I thought this one was good. I don't want to do that thing until we figure out how to get Buddy Chambers on because I, I think he'll add something to it. Yeah, that'll be fun. All, all right. right. Well, well, that's um, all for us today. Thanks for stopping by. Definitely. Uh, again, check out our page. Check out our, our Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Leave a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Right. On Instagram, where we're most active, we're at I underscore scream underscore parlor. Correct. And visit our site, icecreampodcast.com, or you can email us directly, icecreamparlor.podcast at gmail.com. There you can let us know what movies you want us to do next. You can just reach out to us and let us know that you're hearing us and listening to us and what words, what names, usually what names I get wrong. We'll see you next time. Yes. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. Okay, bye. Thank you.